Hey y'all, welcome back to my porch. I am so glad you could join me. I want to take the next couple episodes and talk to you about Jesus and God's love for us. And so what better place to start than the very beginning? In God's word, John 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines through in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Wow, y'all. Can you, can you believe that? In the beginning, there was God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And then along with them were God's angels, one of whom was God's anointed cherub, Lucifer. He was God's chosen to oversee earth and man. And then God went on to create his most beautiful creation, mankind. God made each one of us in his likeness. Genesis 1.26, it said, God made each one of us in his likeness. Can you believe that? We were created in the image of God. And because of this, this caused Lucifer to become prideful, wanting to become a God and to be worshipped by others. And because of his sin, God had to cast him out of heaven. And along with him, about a third of the angels fell, becoming what we know today as demons. Lucifer was angry that man got God's love and the angels worshipped. And so he devised his own plan to ruin it. And he entered the Garden of Eden and he approached Eve. Notice though in Genesis 3, 1 and 2, Eve was not scared or taken aback by him. So we can assume that when, when Moses refers to Lucifer as a serpent, he really came in the form of a snake. You see, the enemy is not going to show his true face. He knows that will scare you and not cause you to listen. Listen to what Satan says to Eve. He says, God, has, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? To which Eve responded, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. And that's in Genesis 3, 2 through 3. But wait a minute. Did God really say that? In Genesis 2, 16 and 17, God commands Adam that he should not eat of the tree. Eve added the extra command not to touch it. And don't we all do that? We pick apart God's word and and fit it into mean what we want. God's word is his word. And what he said to Adam and Eve still applies to us, whether we're naked in the garden or clothed in the most radiant clothes of the day. When we read scripture, let's be careful not to interpret God's word how we want it. When we put our trust and faith in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he sends us the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, who is the source of truth and communicates the truth to those who abide in him. And we find that in John 14, 15 through 17. So now, as we read God's word, the Holy Spirit in us can interpret and apply the scriptures to our life today. Man, y'all, the Holy Spirit in us can interpret scripture. And not only did Eve manipulate God's command, but she also doubted God's love and purpose for her. Satan sowed one small piece of doubt that made Eve think twice about God. She took a bite of the apple, not an outright rebellion, but out of deception that her choice was the right one. If Eve knew the serpent was the enemy and that he was trying to separate her from God, she likely would not have sinned. We really need to stop and learn from Eve's mistake. This is the enemy's MO, to deceive, not come right out and say his true motives. Say, if someone came up to you and said, 
going out with this person will lead you to alcohol and drug addiction that will then lead to a violent relationship and ultimately to your death, would you go out with them? I would hope not. But that's not how the enemy works. He poises someone in your path that looks like everything you ever wanted, a relationship full of love and excitement. And then once you go out with that person, you're introduced to alcohol and drugs and realize they numb the pain and the shame you feel about yourself. You begin to believe the lies this person is telling you about yourself, that you are worthless, you're not lovable, you're a mistake. And so when the physical abuse comes, you believe you deserve it. And you turn to drugs even more until eventually the drugs, the alcohol, or the abuse finally kills you. Do you see what happened? You were hooked by the deception of love and excitement, and you were trapped by the invisible cage. So many of us are living trapped in a cage that we are oblivious to. Let us wake up. Wake up to the cage that is trapping us. Wake up to the truth that you don't have to stay trapped. Wake up to the freedom, the love, beauty, value, grace, and mercy that God offers. The story isn't over. It's only the beginning.